is a really bold statement. Mark Robinson needs to play and play a lot. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates that I hope you'll additionally check out. Robinson finally made his way onto the regular old defense the other day in Baltimore, and all he contributed were seven tackles, a whole lot of physicality, and a whole lot of freed-up other players around him because he was taking on the tougher tasks. After the game, Mike Tomlin acknowledged that the reason that Robinson and DeMarvin Leal, both of them rookies, were utilized was that they needed people out there who were willing to, you know, really go at it. Because, if you'll recall, in the previous meeting, Tomlin had assessed his defense's performance against the Ravens' running game as being that we looked tired out there, we looked fatigued. Well, there's a pretty simple solution for looking tired and fatigued, and that's to look around the room, find your youngest, hungriest guys, and say, hey, you ready? At which point they're out there, you know, barking and frothing at the mouth and whatever else and making plays. And they were utilized, both of them, in I guess you could call them semi-gimmicky roles. Uh, John Harbaugh acknowledged after the game that specifically where Robinson was concerned that the Ravens not only didn't have an answer, but they didn't even try to come up with an answer. And he regretted that openly, publicly, right there at the podium. He said that Baltimore's coaches should have had a response to this, himself included. And they didn't. And as a result, the Steelers were able to, they didn't completely shut down J.K. Dobbins in the running game. There were still a couple of springs off to the side and so forth. But for the most part, the defense really, really, really got the job done. And for the most part, that happened because of the hunger slash rabidity of Leal, and especially, in my eyes, Robinson. Is he a perfectly formed product? No, of course he isn't. There's a reason he's been held back. They feel, the Steelers do internally, they're not going to say this out loud, that he's got a long ways to go in terms of coverage, uh, in terms of learning assignments and so forth, but when you just put him out there and say, sick him, wow, he makes a difference, you know? What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. I spoke with Robinson about getting onto the field and about getting his opportunity. And here's a little bit of the exchange. Yeah, it was great, man. Great to be out there. Great to go out and get the job, man. Always. Always. You know, it's funny. We got done speaking, and TJ Watt's sitting right next to him. TJ looks up at me and says, face in the fan. And he's motioning with his thumb toward Robinson. That is a Tomlinism and a half. It's Tomlin's way of saying that he wants players who are willing to, well, just what it sounds like, put their face in the fan, which... Sounds really gross and dangerous and a lot of other bad things. 
But he's got guys like that, and he values guys like that. His thinking, and long, long time now, the Steelers' general thinking has been, get us players with that attitude, and we'll teach them the football stuff. Well, that's what they've got right now. They've got it with Leal, who's more polished, and they've probably got it with Robinson. Now, if you go back to Robinson's preseason, it was going to jump out. It was always going to jump out because preseason isn't about X's and O's. Preseason is here's here's my positioning, here's your positioning. I'm going to find a way to stop you. And he's able to do that. He has an incredible closing ability. For those of you who go way back with his football team, you know who he reminds me of, albeit at a different position, is Kendrell Bell, like the rookie version of Kendrell, where Kendrell could just close on you so fast. The earliest version of Lamar Woodley, the one that ended up making the Pro Bowl, that's another example right there. And I'm not going to mention Troy and his closing ability because then it would be getting really weird. But so let's stick with the first two examples. Robinson could do this and he could do it with that whole snarling, frothing, rabidity thing that Tomlin really likes. You have got to find a way to get this young man and to keep this young man On the football field, I understand that the nature of the inside linebacker position has changed, it's grown, it's matured, but as we've seen with this defense over the last three, four years, depending on who's out there, it means nothing if you can't make basic tackles by filling basic gaps. Because when you're doing that, when you're compensating for it by bringing up Terrell Edmonds and way worse than that, bringing up Minka Fitzpatrick and taking away his skill level in the secondary, you're hurting everybody around you. Whereas I got the feeling in Baltimore that Robinson was picking up everybody else. Everybody else was a little bit more emboldened because of him doing a lot of the dirty work and liking it and liking it a lot. When we come back, J1Q. Shot of Steelers is brought to you by our friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. They are the one, the only, the premier destination in Pittsburgh for craft beer. More than 500 craft beers available, more than 350 of those local, and more than 80 of those on tap. Mike's can't be topped, not for beer, not for the awesome kitchen and menu that's available, not for all the special events that are going on there. Check them out online at mikesbeerbar.com. Mike's Beer Bar, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Today's J1Q comes from Forrest, who says, DK, with the high praise of this offensive line as related to run blocking of late, what are your thoughts on the line's needs for the upcoming NFL draft Should the Steelers replace the left tackle with a higher ceiling guy? 
Should they take another flyer year on Kevin Dotson after his coming on strong late in the year? Mason Cole was not intended to be a long-term answer, but he's been solid all year. I'm going to first step back from this, Forrest, and look at the offensive line as a whole because that's how they look at it and that's how they evaluate it and that's how they discuss it internally. I mentioned a couple of days ago on this show that they very, very rarely uh, in any football setting give out a game ball to an individual offensive lineman. They like to do it to the whole group. That's just the culture, but that's also reality. As we saw earlier this season, the same five guys were out there and not getting results at all. They were miscommunicating. They were staring at each other. They were blocking air. And it was really, really ugly at times. They insisted they had the people. Remember that? They kept saying that. And they turned out to be pretty much right because the people came together into a group, and they did so in concert with their very active off-the-field running back. Najee Harris was sitting in on their meetings. He was spending extra time with these guys. What do you want from me as a running back? What are you expecting from me? And you've seen now where their running game has gone. It's been one of the very best in the NFL since the bye. That's crazy, man. That's crazy improvement. That's not something that you often see mid-season in professional sports. And yes, I know the schedule got lighter, but not that much lighter. They're all still in the NFL. So to be honest with you, my first thought would be to look at this offensive line as a package, meaning all five of the starters who, by the way, haven't missed a snap, which is a really, really big deal. When it comes to cohesiveness, if you have guys going in and out of the lineup and they're learning this guy and that guy all over again, you'll see the whole thing shrivel away in a heartbeat. Look at all of them and look at Pat Meyer, who we don't talk about nearly enough, the offensive line coach who is easily the coach of the year on this staff, of course, including the head coach. And from there, you ask yourself, okay, Am I willing to mess this up or can this get even better? That's the first thought you have to have if you're Tomlin, Omar Khan, and the decision makers. From there, and this is just me, this is what I would be in favor of. I love the idea of a high-end left tackle in the draft. Not as a dig at Dan Moore, not to bury Dan Moore, but to come in and push him. Because you're not going to get 17 starts out of every offensive lineman between now and eternity. And if you take more, who has the size that he has, who has the, uh, the athleticism and the agility that you want for that size, and you were to move him to the interior, whether it's backing up at left guard, backing up at right guard, backing up at multiple positions, you make yourself a much, much stronger overall line and football team. What this line doesn't have right now, and the Steelers have not been forced to expose it, is depth. And a final point on this, and that's because you made it your own final point, and that was to mention Cole, 
Uh, he has been a pleasant surprise on every level. Uh, I want to take this opportunity today to acknowledge that Cole was our choice as the Pittsburgh chapter of Professional Football Writers Association for the Chief Award, which goes to the player who is the most cooperative uh, with the media. Now, that's not a race that anybody's looking to win in that locker room. So let's not take it too super seriously, but it's named for the Chief because of Art Rooney Sr.'s own professionalism and cooperation with the media. And he is eminently deserving. He had my vote, and I'm grateful for all of the feedback that he had throughout the year, not just when things are good now. He was there standing tall whenever everyone was ridiculing this line, and he was available during every media session. Now, you can say, well, that doesn't mean leadership, or it does mean leadership, or whatever. I actually don't care from my own standpoint. The cooperation was appreciated and infinitely more important. Cole cemented himself as a legit NFL starting center with the Steelers, something he hadn't really had the chance to do in Minneapolis because the Vikings bounced him back and forth between center and guard. He is an NFL center. He is a very good one. I believe he was deserving of consideration for the Pro Bowl. And you'd better believe that I believe he's going to be part of this team, this line moving forward. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.